We will talk about the phone call scene we'll later. We'll talk about the whimsical... I don't know, I don't give it away. I'll cut it. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of I Hate Your Movie. This is a movie podcast where we inflict movies upon each other for entertainment purposes. My name is Rick. And I'm Dan. And this week we watched the 1985 classic starring, written and directed by Jackie Chan. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's Police Story. Yay! It's weird time you picked this movie because did you know that Jackie Chan is back in the spotlight? Is he? Of. Yeah, they're doing a new Karate Kid movie with somehow him and Ralph Macchio. I've seen loads of clips of them talking about it. Didn't they already do that? Wasn't he the Karate Kid? That's the weird bit. So there's the eighties Karate Kid with Ralph Macchio, mm-hmm. and then there's the two thousand something Karate Kid with Will Smith's Spawn yeah. of Hell. <laughs> And then they're, now they're making a third remake, I guess. We, okay. we need it so much. So, I will now challenge you for your one-sentence review. This movie feels like it was done by a bunch of friends. But all the friends are extremely talented and driven. That is accurate. Yeah. <laughs> that is very accurate. So, I really like this film. Yay! <laughs> but it had lots of like little annoyances and little faults. Okay. But I did not care. Because it was so charming and so, like, nicely made. Even though there were lame scenes, you could feel the passion. You can feel that they put everything into this, that they could. And that's what it feels like. That's generally the vibe of all Jackie Chan, Mm. like, original films. Mm -hmm. It did feel like if, when I was young, I made a movie that's kind of fucking around, but also, like, with a lot of knowledge Mm -hmm. and a lot of expertise and lots of ambition at the same time it's very charming that way yeah so it generally is what you're saying so uh, the place he grew up in all the kids around him that were in that little group are the ones that make these films it's the first time i watched a chinese film okay original chinese and i was very unaccustomed to hearing chinese and then it's really weird i don't know where to fit this in <laughs> okay but you know like i've watched japanese films i watched german films even swedish films i'm used to those kind of cadences but this is really weird because I felt like they were talking for a long time sometimes and it was like in the in the subtitle it was two words. It's even more obvious when it's dubbed. Yeah. Because you hear like lots of mouth movements, lots of mouth mm-hmm. movements, lots of mouth movements. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really weird. Is this the oldest movie you recommended? I think so. Yeah. 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 I usually don't like older films. But this is so well done and so well choreographed mm-hmm. that it goes above what the old style films with their terrible special effects like this doesn't have special effects this is people being thrown through glass <laughs> just a year later do you know what came out i was born you came out of your mother's <laughs> <laughs> and more importantly chopping mall came out really <laughs> what a comparison <laughs> bottom of the pile to the top of the pile <laughs> Yeah, that's a perfect example of, like, (laughs) what you should be doing with your resources and what you shouldn't be doing with your resources. (laughs) But if you found laziness funny, 
watch chopping mall. <laughs> so I'm going to start with a fun fact because okay. we haven't done fun facts for a while. This is the fun facts episode. Yeah, it is. Jackie Chan was discovered on the set of Enter the Dragon. He was an extra in Enter the Dragon. Really? Yeah. I did see Enter the Dragon. I don't remember him. He plays an extra, I think. Mm-hmm. He's one of the people Bruce Lee kicks off a balcony because mm-hmm. it goes there was a scene where he kicked someone off a balcony and everyone around was like I, i'm not doing that it's mm-hmm. really tall I'm, I'm not jumping off a balcony getting kicked off you gotta <laughs> do a backflip you're gonna really injure yourself jackie chan stood up and was like yeah i'll do it let's go <laughs> chuck norris comes from enter the dragon as well really he was the token white guy to be to be kicked in the bum don't get me started on Chuck Norris jokes. <laughs> I, I love Chuck Norris jokes so much. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. When Chuck Norris jumps in the sea, he doesn't get wet. The sea gets Chuck Norris. <laughs> before we get into the movie, what happens before the movie is old 80s intros, which I loved. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to cut it in. It's just like, I don't know, it's just something so, not even nostalgic, but like nice about it. So we watched the intro to this film about seven times because we couldn't get the subtitles to work properly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fucking Amazon again. I'm going to cut all my Amazon rents together. I've rented about Amazon for so long. Don't upload the movie in original Mandarin with burnt in fucking subtitles and then have the option to put on <laughs> subtitles after that. Fuck you, Amazon. Fucking look at your footage of what you're selling, you bitch. It does just feel like there's a teenager sitting just dragging and dropping files into Amazon. It's literally like that. Sometimes, like, something goes wrong in the conversion, and they don't look at it, and it's just all shit, like, all bad footage. It's just like, what are you doing? Cool. That's it. (laughs) My Amazon rent is over. I like that it gets straight into the story. Yeah. No faffing about. This is why I like old movies, usually, because today's movies is so much faffing about... And so much like slow, slow, slow build up. Character development from the first minute to the 30th minute and then stuff happens. You can have character development while stuff is happening. And this is what's in this movie. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be so separate. If you haven't seen the film, it's a thin plot. You know what it reminded me of? This is a bit insulting, but it reminded me of Samurai Cup. Oh, oh, you're going to have to explain yourself on that one. (laughs) Obviously not in quality, but it reminded me of, let's make an American cop movie, kind of. This is actually the first, fun fact, the first film in the Chinese cinema about police. Okay. Uh, And he did that to get away from everything else, like no one else was doing it, so he wanted to do something original. It was very basic. Yeah. And very... Full of cliches. If you ever seen an 80s cop movie, you've seen the plot of this movie. <laughs> but it's okay, because that's not the star of the movie. The star of the movie is just the set pieces, yep. and all the action, and the stunts. Jackie Chan is the old Tom Cruise. Let's see how this man's gonna almost kill himself. Sure. <laughs> so he's a police officer, mm-hmm. and there's a bad guy. His name's Chutu. Chutoy. Chutoy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Don't know if that's offensive or not. Apologies if it is, but I'm going to keep saying it anyway. Chutu is the bad guy. He mm-hmm. runs drugs. <laughs> it runs drugs. He does drugs. Yeah, it's like a drug kingpin. Okay. Yeah. And Jackie Chan needs to stop him. The Chutu. I've gotten on here now. <laughs> you shouldn't have said that. Chutu 
has a niece or a, a woman friend who's yeah. part of his organization. The most 80s lady you can think <laughs> of. She almost belongs in like a 80s fashion catalog. You know, <laughs> she has that like perfect 80s hair. <laughs> the swipes, short mullet. Mullet? It's like a bob. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, this is perfectly quaffed. <laughs> David Lynch would be proud. David Lynch would be proud. <laughs> wow. High praise. Yeah. So what's the first scene? It's like a giant bust of this drug kingpin who's trying to get away. And it's like in this small town slash village. It's like a favela. It's like, you know, the Brazilian favelas. What did you think about like the intro thing where they all get their orders and then they immediately shred them? That was cool. That was interesting. But it's very well organized. I imagine that happened in like England where everyone looks at it throws it in the thing. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what was I doing again? Oh, I'm going to go to the pub. <laughs> I've got a question. About the favelas. About the favelas, which is a word I learned now. Did they just build that for the movie? I would imagine so, yeah. Because otherwise they have to rebuild the whole thing. Because <laughs> 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 they just destroy it. Like, this is the most destruction I've seen since Man of Steel. <laughs> obviously in china as long as it's for the good of the country you can pretty much do whatever yeah so maybe and did they shut down a mall for two weeks to film this film did they just destroy people's <laughs> homes in a favela like leveled people's yeah. homes <laughs> completely <laughs> it's interesting because before it gets leveled i was thinking it was like wow this is a great location like it's it's so lived in <laughs> so if they did it, that's even a bigger praise. Okay. Because they like it's built, so realistic. It's so realistic. It. it was so interesting looking. It was like ads everywhere, but not like in a way where it's like trying to sell you yeah, something, yeah. but in like a realistic way. There's like a sh little corner shop, and there's like a faded Coke mm -hmm. uh, thing on it. It's just like it's so lived in. It's so nice. I'd like to believe that they just built it until the cars drive through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, until it gets leveled. <laughs> Yeah, the whole thing falls apart because one of them gets spotted doing an earpiece thing, didn't he? Mm -hmm. And Jackie Chan, at first he chases after the lady. What's her name? Selena. Selena, uh, Jackie Chan constrains Selena to her car. Yeah. To her car. Although, before that, yeah. he slaps her straight in the face. Yeah, I wrote down <laughs> Jackie Chan, destroyer of women. <laughs> it's an 80s movie. He tries to arrest her and she spits in his face. Yeah. So he slaps her in the face and then goes to spit. He's like... <laughs> And then changes his mind. Because, you know, you've already, too far yeah, you've already slapped her. You don't want to spit on her as well. That's just yeah. insulting. It was a hard slap as well. Yeah. It's like she went on the ground. There's a lot of things in this that um very of their time. Yeah. <laughs> you always criticise my movies about that. We, we will, we'll uh, get into this. Yeah, we will talk about the phone call scene we'll later. talk about the whimsical... No, I don't give it away. I'll cut it. <laughs> I really like this scene because it actually shows how horrible a gunfight would be. Mm -hmm. It's there to show that Jackie Chan's brave, but he genuinely looks terrified. And there's the guy, do you remember the guy that like pisses himself? Yeah. Obviously it's overacting and it's all yeah. that stuff, but he's very like, it shows actually this would be like a horrible experience. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the overacting? Because I wrote down shaking hands like... Like, really shaking hands and, and, like, very distorted faces. And I wrote down that you can never tell me that overacting is always bad. You never tell me again. We had a little discussion about this already. Yeah, so like I was trying to say before, that it's the amount of control 
mm-hmm. an actor has on themselves and what they're doing. And if you do have a stylized thing like Wes Anderson or, you know, these kind of films, the overacting really fits it. Mm-hmm. Whereas the difference of what we were talking about before is I didn't feel like in The Exorcist 3 he had enough control over what he was doing okay. to be seen menacing. Yeah. Stop saying that it's sort of always bad then, because it doesn't fit. I didn't say it's always... I don't think I've ever said it's always bad, have I? You said something like acting always has to be realistic. Yeah, I, I misspoke. I didn't really mean okay. that. I, I, it's, uh, what I meant was acting should have a level of control, and it's that level of control. Okay. I love the destruction of Mayhem. Yeah. It was a bit disappointing, though, because I want hand-to-hand fight Jackie Chan. I don't really want to see shooty, shooty Jackie Chan. Mm -hmm. It's a bit boring. But the car stuff makes up for it. The space wagon. Space wagon? Yeah, that was the name of the car. (laughs) Would you like another fun fact? Go on. So, fun fact number two of the show is that in Jackie Chan films, you will only ever see Mitsubishi cars. Okay. Why? Yeah. Because he owns some of it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what brand it was, but I just seen the side of it. It was a Mitsubishi. Space Wagon. I'll tell you now, it's a Mitsubishi. Probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, I just love that it's called Space Wagon. It looks like a, it looks like a soap holder. <laughs> just a level above a tuk-tuk. A tuk-tuk. Yeah, you don't know what tuk-tuk is? It's not the, like the thing you ride. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one level above it's, that. It's the people that mug you in London. Uh, yeah, I was more thinking about India. Okay. But those little Indian cars where the front only has one wheel, you know, it's one of those. Okay. So it's one level above that. <laughs> but it's very strong because it levels everyone's lives, pretty much. <laughs> and then the bus scene. Yeah. I, I love all of this stuff because you know it's real. Yeah. Like you know there's no wires. And when he lifts himself up so his legs go over a car that's coming at him at 30 miles an hour like you know like mm-hmm. if he messes that up he's lost his legs yeah it's uh, it's so amazing to see it mm-hmm. completely blows my mind and he does it with such like comical timing as well mm-hmm. it's his comical timing is excellent it's unreal he's, he's, he's got very good instincts in that fun fact number three <laughs> yeah keep track <laughs> you know when the bus stops, Jackie Chan's standing in front of a car and he's pointing his gun down at the bus driver and the bus stops and they all fall out the top window? Yeah. Do you know they were supposed to land on the car? Oh. The car had special suspension mm-hmm. to make it more bouncy so they land on it smoothly, but the bus stopped too quickly <laughs> and they all fell out the top of the bus and hit the ground and they weren't meant to. <laughs> Did anyone die? No, 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 everyone's okay. fine. They have arrested Selena and she's at the police station. And they have a 10-year-old superintendent as yeah. a police chief. Like the youngest guy they could ever found. <laughs> it looks like a little kid in police uniform. Yeah, so it's weird, actually, that the guy above Jackie Chan is like this old, haggard, world-weary cop. Mm-hmm. And then the one above him is like 12 years old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought this scene was really clever yeah. when, when they set Selena up. They send her lawyer out of the room. Yeah, and, and they keep her there without saying anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. First, I was very confused, like, what's happening? <laughs> but then uh, I put it put it together a bit later. Well, she says it when they come out of the room because she comes out. And the lawyer asks, "What did they say to you? What did they ask?" She's like, "They didn't say anything." Yeah, no, no, come on, you can trust me. And she said, "No, they didn't say anything." Yeah, I think that's where I put it together. What well, when but... it was directly explained to you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was listening to Mandarin for the. First time in my life, reading <laughs> subtitles. Just give me some credit. I love the music of this film. Yeah? Yeah. 
But everything I have to say about it, it sounds demeaning. So it's very simple. It's very jolly. But I love it. Okay. You know what I mean? Jolly is a good word. Yeah. People, jolly, don't, people yeah. don't use jolly enough but it's, in it's, their life. It's simple. And it's a good kind of simple. Where it's very effective. And then, yeah, they get Jackie Chan character to protect Selena. There's a weird subplot that doesn't really need to be in the film where like the PR department really like him mm-hmm. and he becomes like the model for the Chinese police department. It does kind of play a role. Yeah. They don't just try to kill him. They could, but they try to destroy his image with the police. So when he goes to complain about the mafia setting him up, no one's going to believe him. Mm-hmm. I think that was the idea. Yeah, but you could do that without him being famous. Yeah. But what I didn't understand is because obviously this film happens in like quick succession, a couple of days. Yeah. When does he have time to go do a photo shoot for, <laughs> for Chinese Life magazine? <laughs> That's the only time he actually puts on a police uniform as well. Did you notice that? Yeah. <laughs> like, why? Uh, that was a bit confusing. Is why is he the only one who's allowed to wear just like a it's casual Friday charity <laughs> charity shop <laughs> hoodie? You know. The famous police <laughs> uniform. Yeah. This is where kind of some of my caveats come in, in this scene, where I feel like there's too much exposition mm-hmm. and too much back and forth with the protection job. But Jackie is like, no, I don't want to do it. Yeah, you're going to do it. Oh, I don't want to do it. You're going to do it. And it's just like, uh, make it leaner. Make it. Yeah. Make like, it. You're going to do it. Otherwise yeah. the plot finishes now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the best example of that is the next scene. Because mm-hmm. uh, obviously Jackie Chan is looking after this lady and she doesn't want it, locks him out of the house. So he gets his friend <laughs> to do a home invasion. <laughs> yeah. But that goes on forever. Because you get the premise. Like as yeah. soon as his mask... Because my note was, what the fuck is the guy with the knife doing? Yeah. Because he was like, this is the most inept murderer ever. Because you don't know at this point yeah. who he is. I like that. I like that, but, but it does go way too long. And also, this is where kind of the quaintness of this movie comes in, let's just say. Yeah. Where it's very obviously set up, and then the guy's very obviously knocked out, but the dumb woman can't tell. But the best bit about this scene is they go through all of this nonsense of this fake fight, and then she's finally convinced to go to his place and be protected. Mm-hmm. And they walk outside and there's actual like assassins and stuff. Gang members that are fighting them. Yeah. That's a cool scene as well. That's when you really start to see the hand-to-hand combat mm-hmm. fighting. I think there's one bit where he kicks a guy out of the way. And then a car, like full pelt, just crashes into another car. And he jumps right at the last second to land on both mm-hmm. bonnets. Oh my god. It's genuinely like... <gasps> Yeah, guess, guess my heart going. Tom Cruise of the eighties. Although Tom Cruise does one thing usually. Yeah. In a movie, not like fifty, <laughs> like Jackie Chan. Yeah, my favorite bit of this is like he fights them and then he walks away and it's like, oh my god, those guys were for real. And she was like, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. he puts his uh, foot in his mouth a lot of the times, <laughs> which I, I kind of enjoyed as a contrast to his character as a very competent man. Yeah. That at least he has this flaw. It's his birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most baffling scene. <laughs> his girlfriend, she puts a surprise party on for him. Yeah. As he's dragging home Selena uh, in an underwear with a jacket on for protection. Yeah. And everyone clears out. Like, is no one Jackie Chan's friend? Are they all, are they all maid's friends? 
Yeah, no room for explanation. <laughs> she throws a cake in his face. And then she gets three other cakes somewhere. <laughs> no, no. And then, so, there's like 20 people, and they all clear out of the room for some reason. Yeah. No one wants an explanation, or no one's going to stay at the party, fine. And then, like, his friend knocks on the door. And why does he throw a cake in his face? <laughs> because it's funny, I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember why he does it. <laughs> that almost felt like it's reaching the naked gun territory, <laughs> you know? Every, think... Everyone has a cake. <laughs> I remember you asking me, are you writing down how many cakes yeah, do they have? That was it, that was it. I, because you started typing, and I started typing. I was like, are you writing down the exact same thing? How many cakes are going to... And I kind of wish they just continue with that gag. Like when they're uh, having their big showdown at the Barbie stand of the mall. Um, there's all cake. a cake, yeah. Oh, they could have done it earlier as well as they were driving through the favela, driving through a cake shop. <laughs> Cakes everywhere. <laughs> I think this is where my favorite line happened in the movie. Yeah. I loved it so much that I wrote it down. <laughs> Jackie goes for a shower and speaks shit about May, but May enters and here's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And he says to Selena, I'm in love with her a lot, but that's no reason to apologize to a girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> it gets properly sexist in so many ways i, I wouldn't even call this sexist i would just call this like very silly like to to a, to a point i mean it's actually offensive really but it's charming offensive you know <laughs> it's like something your grandpa would say yeah 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 that's fair then he chases her outside and pulls her off a scooter <laughs> yeah oh if jackie chan destroyer of women no one's safe around jackie this is where the court scene happens yeah now that's where it went way too long for me. Mm-hmm. This is not what I signed up for. My note here was, I remember there being a lot more action than this. Yeah. So I did say to you at one point, like, I wasn't entirely convinced we were watching the right <laughs> film. <laughs> and this is why. Because mm-hmm. I really remember this being, like, balls to the wall action. Yeah. And it isn't that. Do you think the Chinese justice system really works like this? My question was going to be that as well. Like, It feels very think, American. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like you, very American. Like incredibly, like the criminals getting yeah. away with something on technicality, kind of. Yeah, and this is communist China. Yeah. <laughs> like, ha- what? I thought that they would have to portray the courtroom working, it being like a, a justice system that was completely infallible. Mm-hmm. And this isn't that. Yeah. This is really kind of, ah, oh, the bus went behind a hill, so you didn't see it, we're going to get the guy out of jail. Mm-hmm. For me, where it stuck out that it's very American, it wasn't even that kind of stuff when you mean. It's more like the visual stuff, like powdered wigs. Mm-hmm. That's very weird. That's like very European and American. And they swear on the Bible, which was super weird. <laughs> I was like, whoa, <laughs> very atheistic country. Or if not atheistic, you know, it doesn't have proper religions. There's religious philosophies like Confucianism and... Taoism is that they swear on the Bible. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was really weird, man. I was just thinking, literally, they went like, let's make an American police story. No idea. But yeah, it did seem very American. Have you noticed anything weird with the cinematography? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Let me talk about that. They used a very wide angle lens. Okay. And what happens with the wide angle lens is. The closer you get to the edge of the frame, the bigger people look. That's just what happens. Okay. And this was like a reverse of that. When they used really zoomed out images 
the people on the edge of the frame were very thin, like almost like curving as well. Okay. And it looked really weird. I'd never seen anything like it. And another thing, the focus was just all over the place. <laughs> and I don't think that's the fault of the cinematographer. Weirdly, it reminded me of the Zack Snyder zombie movie. He got like a special camera lens from Hong Kong in the 50s to get like a richer image. Now it looks shit, so it's, <laughs> it's wrong. <laughs> but it had this weird effect where the image had multiple focus points. Okay. And I don't even know how that's possible. There were like these pockets of blur. It looked really weird. I, I just, yeah, I, I liked it. I've never seen anything like it. That's why I liked it. Okay. Anyway. I didn't notice any of that. One more thing about the courthouse, which I think is a plot hole. Okay. Don't they have the bus driver as a witness? That would defeat this whole movie. Um, because he's so... Yeah. So the bus driver, they held the bus driver hostage to drive away. Where is he? He could explain everything, that that's the man, that's the right bus. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. That's, a, that's a really good point. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> he could just end this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, Roll credits. Yeah. One more thing. <laughs> I have so many things to say about this. So, for a scene you thought could be shorter <laughs> and doesn't particularly need to be there, you've got a lot of questions. I do, because <laughs> this is where they start to, you know, doing the plot stuff and it doesn't quite work. This is not that, but I love that they keep saying I object. <laughs> and they kept saying in English. Did you notice that? I didn't notice yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. There's lots of loan words, like, sprinkled in. Yeah. I object. That's why I stuck out, because they say it, like, 150 times in a row, and they just object to everything. Anything that happens, everyone objects <laughs> to it. And one more thing, oh my god, which made us laugh in an unintentional way. Do you remember what it was? I don't. It's when oh, Jackie Chan is like, oh, I have recording to, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to what happened and he has this little tape recorder it's like okay they're just gonna plug it in the oh yeah I do remember <laughs> not just like play it not just yeah. press play on the speakers on the thing yeah. they bring in giant <laughs> concert sized <laughs> speakers <laughs> like giant like massive like yeah you would generally fill an arena with yeah. that sound. <laughs> that was really funny. It's just really, it is missing it. I think when we were watching it, you know, I did that. <laughs> like he's just going to get a guitar and sing a ballad. Yeah. Cure. I finally done with the score scene. Right. Just like in the movie, it went way too long. <laughs> Let's talk about some funny police moments. Jackie Chan's man in the police lines. Oh, yeah. um, and he's incompetent at his job. All he wants to do is eat some noodles. And all these pesky people keep bringing up, like, reporting crimes. Ugh, <laughs> oh, what dicks they are. Fucking hell. Do you want to reveal what the <laughs> crimes are? <laughs> so, his girlfriend phones up, first yeah. of all. And he's completely neglecting her. He's just kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever, I'm going to eat my noodles. Next person phones up, and they're like, my husband's beating me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, okay, whatever, noodles. Hey, mate, how you doing? Yeah, cool, I'm still here. My cow is missing. Yeah, that's another one. My cow is missing. Next person phones up, I've been raped. <laughs> Meanwhile, this whimsical cartoon music keeps playing. And he, Jackie Chan is fumbling with all the phones. Yeah. And, and he's trying to make it work. And he says some incredibly offensive things. Yep. Like, uh, how do you know you're pregnant? Things like that. I've been raped a year ago. I was like, why are you calling up? That was it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why are you calling now? <laughs> yeah. 
If it wasn't for those things, if they just stuck to the my cow is missing. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. It was very hot fuzz, like a goose is on the loose. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, it's, it loses a lot of its comedy in, in its really severe crimes. Yeah, slapstick comedy. I think this is what it feels like. It was made by friends. It feels like a very on the day. Like, what are we going to do? Yeah. Oh, I have this really good idea. He's eating uh, the noodles with pencils and he has like a rubber at the end and he swallows it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for you. Why is his handbrake broken in his car? <laughs> <laughs> because they were like, oh, this scene is kind of boring and we're just delivering exposition. What funny thing we can do. <laughs> <laughs> he parks it on a hill. <laughs> yeah. And just like holds his car yeah. as it's slowly rolling down the hill. And then he goes to a phone box or something mm -hmm. and he's like, hey, may hold my car on this hill. <laughs> Looked like one of the most dangerous stunts as well, especially because it's a space wagon. You don't fucking mess with a space wagon. <laughs> um, it rolls down the hill and it just demolishes the phone yeah, the phone box. <laughs> it looked like it would be really hard to predict exactly where it's gonna go, the car. Because it wasn't just a slope, it was like a slope and a turn and a twist. It's just really weird. And it had they had this long shot of the car in the background. And you can <laughs> see this like twisty, turny, kind of slopey road. And it's like, oh my god, how do they know? I mean, I guess they just tried it, how it's gonna go. But like, just fucking crazy. I think they would have tied the steering wheel. Now he gets double crossed. Is it by Inspector Man? <laughs> inspector... I was so confused about that. <laughs> At first, I was like, the Inspector Man wants you to this, do this. I was like, what Inspector Man? <laughs> no, it's Inspector Man. That's his name. Yeah, that's his name, yeah. 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 <laughs> he gets caught and she gets away because mm -hmm. he throws her off the roof into okay. the pool. <laughs> was that planned or did you just not done that? <laughs> just for fun? Just on the day, you know. He just tries to kill women and they keep not dying. <laughs> oh shit, there's a pool there. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's like the world's worst female murderer. Keeps fumbling it. It's just action from now. Kind of. I think there's another scene in here that needs mentioning when he's in the police station and he's trying to escape. Oh yeah, that was interesting. He takes the 10-year-old superintendent hostage. Yeah. He gives quite a impassioned speech mm -hmm. about the leaders of the police just sending people out into danger. They just sit behind the desks and they don't know the emotional and cost of doing their jobs. And It would have been cliche, but I felt like it would have been a cool twist of having the police corrupt at this point. And he goes in and is like, oh, I've been double-crossed, I've been double-crossed. Mm. And he's like... Eh. I fully inspected like the head police guy to try and cover it up because mm -hmm. he was corrupt as well. Yeah, and he takes the superintendent and leaves him on a field. There was a nice moment at the end of that as well. Mm -hmm. Did you notice that the superintendent's like... Yeah, go get him. Yeah. Go get him, tiger. <laughs> Slaps him on the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Is this where they go into the mall? They do go to the mall. The very 80s Let's Stranger Things mall. Let's go to the mall. Much better mall than chopping mall. Um, I disagree. <laughs> Did it have a house of almonds? <laughs> <laughs> Did they have uh, laser shooting robots? No. Luckily, no. I think the premise is that they need to hack into Chutu's system. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the wonderful 80s hacking system. Yeah. And they need to go to the mall to do that because they have computers? Because Chutu's base isn't in the mall. No. No. That's what I thought it was. No. I think they all left 
Tutu's compound yeah. to go to the mall, and that's why they've got a head start. Okay. Honestly, it doesn't really matter. It's just a cool kind of location. You thought Tutu's base of operations was the food court. Well, I thought he's <laughs> They're all like... sitting outside McDonald's. <laughs> well, I kind of imagined him like maybe the manager of the mall. The ma- <laughs> as well. Why? <laughs> why not? Do you mean the owner? Either. Hide in, hide in plain sight kind of thing. Okay. I just want to mention... A big money laundering scheme. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Mm. I just want to mention the hacking scene. They use the great effect of, you know, you can imagine these 80s computers with, like, the green display and the old yellowed white monitors. But how they discover that it's been hacked is that they switch the green into a red tint. And that means it was hacked. <laughs> they just changed the hue on the computer monitor. <laughs> and that means bad. So I explained all these things. It's like a weird camera I've never seen before. At the edges, it narrows down. And it has these weird spots of focus. Now, it does this camera move of penning one escalator to another escalator. And there's mirrors... <laughs> And glass and everything reflects each other on top of all these effects that I already explained. And I went like, oh my god, what's happening in my brain? Did not notice any of that. It was like a magic eye picture. <laughs> Obviously, the big set piece of this film is the mall fighting scenes. Yeah. Oh my god. It's so good. It's very good. It's very good, but this is like a weird criticism I have. It maybe it's worth rewatching this movie, but it's kind of a blink and you miss it yeah. kind of thing where you really need to keep focus on what's happening. Otherwise, you kind of lose the plot of what's been happening. Yeah. They're so fast and so much things are happening. If you blink, you'll miss like, okay, who defeated who and who who's on the ground now and where are we actually? I was desperately trying to keep notes of all the cool bits of this scene. And like you say, even if I wrote down like gazebo, Mm-hmm. I looked up and I was like, what's happening now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I wasn't writing any notes. And I still had a hard time keeping up, honestly. But it's very cool. Some of it's so brutal. Because none of this is like a film set. This is an actual yeah. mall. So when they fall down an escalator, they fall down an escalator. God, that guy. That, yeah. That guy who falls down an escalator, he's like slides down, face down. Yeah. On, an escalator. on the metal bit. On the metal yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. On an escalator that's going up. Yeah. <laughs> that guy doesn't have any face anymore. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. And then the next one as well, he gets kicked over, falls in between the escalators yes. and slides down and hits yes. the pole at the end. Yeah. Oh. And how many takes does that like, get that right? So he had to like injure himself like yeah. 50 uh, times. Another extra, please. Yeah. <laughs> this one's dead. <laughs> yeah. And the fight scene's so real. Like there's one point where Jackie Chan's, you see him and it's focused on his face. It's just got his shoulder upwards. And you see him take a kick to the face. Mm-hmm. Like you see the foot hit his face mm-hmm. full on and he falls down. Yeah. Oh, my word. And what amazes me about this whole scene, and most of the scenes before it, but especially this scene, is it just looks so fast-paced. Yeah, it's It's incredibly fast-paced. Unbelievably fast-paced. So, I mean, if you go back to, I don't know, Marvel films, when there's a hand-to-hand combat between Winter Soldier and Captain America when they first meet Mm -hmm. again, and there's a really fast-paced fight scene between them two, they did it slow, and they sped up the film. Mm -hmm. But even the film sped up, isn't as quick yeah. as this fighting for real. Yeah. I actually want to compare it, and I think movie stars of today should be ashamed of themselves when compared to this movie, The Rock and 
Jason Statham go like, I don't want to lose a fight. Mm. And I don't want to be hit so much in the face. And that has to be my contract. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Like, I'm not saying everyone has to do things like Jackie Chan and, like, really injure themselves. But what I liked about this is he's incredible, but he's also an underdog, as I always, like, go on about. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to root for an underdog. You don't give a shit about The Rock, who's perfect and punches everyone all the time. He gets bloody. He gets dirty. He gets tired he gets flustered about how many people there are and also i think what really sells the action as well like a great addition is all the sound effects which is again i'm a weird film guy because i watch so many hollywood movies i know all the sound effects pretty much right and this one was completely different but it sounded amazing mm-hmm. all the folly work was amazing and it was all new to my ear like you could just hear there's not the usual sounds. They completely redone this for this movie. That added to the realism. Fun fact number four. Uh the fifteen more like. <laughs> Official fun fact number four. <laughs> okay. Uh, two fun facts. Actually, these are gonna be four and five. Well, We're smashing them out left, right, and center. So first things first is to make it seem more realistic in this film. The sugar glass was twice as thick as it should have been. Oh, God. (laughs) Which obviously led to a lot more injuries, because at that point, it's basically glass. Yeah. (laughs) People just licking it to make it thinner. The second fun fact of this is the Chinese word for police sounds a lot like the word for glass. The crew weren't calling it, okay, we're filming police story now. They called it glass story, because so many people went through glass, (laughs) and it caused so many injuries. The whole crew renamed the film Glass Story. Yeah, it's almost comical how many people get thrown out uh, windows and displays and that kind of stuff. It's when the guy's holding the front of the motorbike. Yeah. And he gets put through like seven panes of glass yeah. all at once. And they end up in the epic showdown at the Barbie station. The Barbie station? Yeah. I do remember that. So it's just after the motorbike scene. Mm-hmm. Great scene, by the way, with the motorbike. How they got that involved. I mean, they just... just... I mean, it's a simple answer. They just did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know how to do visual effects or special effects, just do it. <laughs> yeah. Just, just do it for real. Just actually drive a motorbike <laughs> through a shopping mall yeah. through some windows. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> True too. He held May hostage for mm-hmm. a little bit. And then at the Barbie station, it's just funny. That was like Barbie dolls in the background, all pink. <laughs> That's it. Mm-hmm. And it was funny that they chose that as the final epic showdown location. <laughs> So let's talk about it. The pole. Oh, oh my word. Woo-hoo! Woo! What a, what a stunt. Yeah, I mean, you know you have a great stunt when you have to show it four times in the movie. I, I would. If you showed me that stunt for an hour and a half, mm-hmm. I would be more than happy. Yeah. So they did it with no rehearsal mm-hmm. at all. And kind of, well, we won't say fun fact because it's not enough of a fact. But they only had a certain amount of film. Mm-hmm. To record it, and Jackie Chan got up. He nodded to someone, and someone else took that as okay. Let's start filming. So they started filming, and he was like, "What are you doing? Uh, okay, I'm gonna jump." And he jumps. <laughs> Is, did he really injure himself? He did. I guess so. He yeah. did. So I always was told, and by that I mean I got told once that the electrics hit the pole, and he slid down. That's not the case. What happened was they were gonna attach the lights to a car battery mm-hmm. but the car battery wasn't powerful enough mm-hmm. so they plugged it into the wall 
<laughs> so he electrocuted himself. No, he didn't. So the lights that are wrapped around the pole, because they were so well powered, they like it's light bulbs. They yeah. hit, heated up. So when he grabbed hold of the pole, it was like grabbing hold of a light bulb mm-hmm. okay. to slide down the pole. And he got Ooh. second degree burns Ooh. on his hands, right? And when he landed, injured his seventh and eighth vertebrae and dislocated his pelvis, he then jumped up, started fighting an extra. <laughs> and the extra had to say to him, whoa, whoa, stop, 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 stop. Because he was so pumped up, he was genuinely wailing into him. After that scene, he went to another movie set. Mm-hmm. And then, like, fell asleep. <laughs> it's unreal. Yeah. It's just, all of it, it's just unreal. I really want to ask about it, because at the end of a movie, we see, like, a certain montage, and we see him dragged out in stretcher. But that <laughs> that scene? I don't know. It could be any scene. <laughs> it could be any scene. Fun fact. Maybe it was the phone scene. I've, I've... <laughs> <laughs> he hanged himself accidentally. <laughs> Fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> Number five, six, seven million. Yep. Do you know he's got a hole in the back of his head? Yes, I do know. It's about the size of a fifty p. Uh, it was a simple scene. It was literally he was nearly on the ground. He jumped out a castle window, misjudged the landing, hit his head on a rock. And I don't know if this is true, but what I read was they just found like a plug and they just put a plug in. <laughs> <laughs> and then took him to hospital like that. And then he went to the hospital. All the nurses went... <laughs> started with blood champagne. And then there's another scene after that where mm. he beats up the old man. He yeah. beats up too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was pretty excessive. He punched him and like no one did anything. Mm-hmm. And you think, okay, you've punched him. That's fine. He, you've got you. And then he starts beating him up some more. He's like, really like... Like he's some kind of like a punching bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go, okay, well, that's fine. And then he uppercuts him into a trolley, <laughs> yeah. and you think, okay, you know, he's in a trolley, very symbolic, they're going to cut him off. Nope, he's going to push him into a glass cabinet. <laughs> I think that's when they were at the Barbie, Barbie stand. Okay. I think Jackie Chan was in front of a Barbie stand. <laughs> um, poor old man. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. Do you think Jackie Chan caused more damage <laughs> than, than this drug empire? <laughs> they leveled the whole village. <laughs> and then they crashed at the mall's economy. <laughs> all the medical bills, all the therapy bills after this. I think it would be more powerful if it wasn't a drug, but like, I don't know, human trafficking. But then again, maybe Jackie just wouldn't care. <laughs> 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 ah, human trafficking, whimsical music. <laughs> how How jolly. Cool, then you have the end credits, yes. which look like scenes from a war. I've seen less harrowing pictures on the front lines of, like, battle scenes. It's it's a war slash bloopers, somehow. <laughs> it's if you can mix movie bloopers and war footage together, that's what happens. <laughs> because it's all the stunts that went wrong, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, he's flipped the pencil up. Oh, he's missed it. Oh, he's flipped it again. Oh, he's yeah, missed yeah. it. There's a guy dying on the floor. <laughs> oh, he's tripped up a little bit. <laughs> oh, they're bringing him out on the stretcher. <laughs> that was something with the bus as well. They stopped very close to him, right? Yeah, he nearly got hit by the bus. <laughs> yeah. And those people fallen out again. <laughs> Four people. In any other movie, this kind of end credits would feel very cringe and self-congratulatory. Mm-hmm. But this movie gets away with it, I think. Just by showing what they went through to make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Because it's not 
like haha this well some of it's haha this is funny yeah but some of it's like these people got hurt mm-hmm. this was really difficult we struggled to do this yeah it felt like a celebration of film mm-hmm. kind of thing so it, it fits perfectly i think yeah i really enjoyed this film good so do i it's good for my uh movie palette this it's a new taste crazy man crazy man and yeah like f- fucking today's safe snowflake um, <laughs> action heroes should be ashamed of themselves <laughs> bro pair <laughs> i don't wanna i don't wanna lose in a movie ever i wanna look good fuck you fuck you and on that note <laughs> <laughs> this this in contrast makes it, it look way worse yeah it really does mm-hmm. like just shut up yeah it's like the difference between like watching rugby and soccer or football mm-hmm. yeah you know if you just watch football then someone gets tackled you're like oh that looks injured no wonder he's hurt and then when you watch rugby and someone gets their like face broken oh, their thumbs falling off and they carry <laughs> on you think oh, actually yeah in comparison that's uh pretty pussy <laughs> yeah six out of ten six out of ten okay yeah. it's it's not my kind of film I am not into action movies, but I appreciate all the effort. And, you know, it was fun. It was just a fun watch. It was just a yeah. fun movie. I think if you'd have asked me before the rewatch, I'd have said eight, because I remembered it being more action-packed. Mm-hmm. But it's gone down to a seven, because okay. like, people... Some of the talking scenes do stretch. Yeah, it could have been it could have been trimmed down, for sure. Cool. So, what are we watching next? You have an evil look on your face that I don't appreciate. <laughs> uh, not really. <laughs> so we've seen a Nicolas Cage movie recently we have we saw Dream Scenario Dream Scenario which started out really good and then it ended disappointingly yep it made me think about Nicolas Cage and his good movies so we're watching Ghost Rider <laughs> <laughs> no we're watching Ghost Rider 2 <laughs> <laughs> we're watching Adaptation a movie where Nicolas Cage plays twins <laughs> twin writers and one is a struggling writer and one is a good writer and so it's Jack and Jill yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> We're watching Nicolas Cage's Jack and Jill. It's made by the same uh, writer-director team as Bing John Malkovich. Ooh. So you can expect very meta. Like, this is the most meta film ever metered. Okay. Because it's supposed to be a an actual adaptation of an actual novel, as well as him struggling to make the adaptation of this actual novel. Okay. That... Seems like it could go either way for me. I'm either going to love that film or I'm just going to just not understand what's going on. I'm interested in revisiting it because I haven't seen that a long time ago. I've, I watched Being John Malkovich like every other year <laughs> because I love that film. But this is from the same creative team. And yeah, I'm just interested in kind of revisiting it. I look forward to it. And I hope you do too, audience. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought of me. I chose it, so I will, I will look forward to it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Go to patreon.com slash I Hate Your Movie for bonus episodes every month. And you can recommend us movies. Yep. Uh, torture us with your <clears throat> picks. Uh, it's just one pound a month. So yep. go, go, go do that. Go do that, please. <laughs> and uh, talk to us on Instagram. Uh, I hate your movie. We may not reply, but <laughs> we will. Yeah, you know, I mean, not uh, out of intention, but yeah. out of. We I apathy. check it every week, so if it's a few days <laughs> off, okay, then yeah, don't don't get mad at us. And uh, subscribe <laughs> on YouTube, like on YouTube, 
follow us. Leave a review on Spotify. Leave a review on Spotify. A good one. Yeah, preferably. You <laughs> but, you know, nowadays with algorithms, even bad engagement is engagement. So yeah, we're, we're going to farm those hate clicks. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Especially with our uh, latest bonus episode with the unpopular movies we liked. I don't think we're going to get as much hate of that as popular movies we didn't like. No? No, because they're unpopular. People don't, I'm not going to come at me with uh, pitchforks with my Freddy Got Fingered <laughs> opinions. I think they may lose a lot of respect for you, like I have, but, <laughs> ah. <laughs> but you know, that's just standard. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> um, thank you for listening. Thank you, and goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.